This is Alopecia Life with your host, Deanne Graham. You'll hear interviews with specialists in their field and parents who are helping their child move through life while living with alopecia areata, along with conversations with alopecia rock stars who are making a difference. Alopecia Life is here to provide you with support, accurate information, inspiring stories, and life hacks to help you navigate the world of hair loss. Whether you've just been diagnosed or have had it for ages, Alopecia Life has been created to share all the information you may want or need to do alopecia your way. Welcome to this episode of Alopecia Life. For those who have listened to past episodes, you may remember the three healthy habits to have in our lifestyle tool belt, the integrative nutrition and gut health coach, Lisa Taylor, provided to all of us to start and continue a self-healing journey. Lisa is back to share about her upcoming free masterclass in March, along with her 12-week Alopecia Warrior Self-Healing Collective group program. I believe we are becoming more empowered with our health. There's more information, more insight into root cause, along with more resources for us to be the healthiest version of ourselves. It's exciting to be able to bring the information that Lisa has to Alopecia Live listeners, especially when we are in a time of so much input and noise around gut health, and it's easy to get confused by it all. Lisa has always been able to make the process of healing as easy as it can be without overwhelm, which is one of the reasons I continue having her back. Lisa, welcome to Alopecia Life again. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I am so happy to have you again. Um, I know we talked about this the last time you're here. I, I rarely have return guests just because it's nice to have fresh new material. And that is what we're talking about today. You do have things that you've been working on. You've really made a lot of progress in this space. And I'm kind of just excited to share all that. But first, let's kind of talk about your own alopecia story. We, we talked about that in our very first episode. And just kind of give people a refresher of, you know, cliff notes of, of your alopecia beginnings and where you are today. Of course. Yeah. Um, so I think like most people, my hairdresser found my first bald spot. Um, I had not heard of alopecia at all, was completely freaked out. Uh, you know, quickly saw my family doctor who said, yes, it's alopecia areata for sure. Um, you know, I of course said like, what is actually happening in my body? You know, trying to get an explanation, um, from her and, and really all she could tell me, uh, was, you know, it's genetic, it's autoimmune disease. We don't really understand much more than that. We don't know why or, you know, just lots of kind of roundabout non answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think like many people, I was referred out to a dermatologist and I thought, okay, well, they must be the expert then. They're going to know <laughs> mm-hmm. um, exactly what's happening. Right. And so I bring all the same questions there. And, you know, she's same thing. Roundabout answers, uh, mixed with blank stares, you know. Um, she did tell me at that point, because I think I was at about 70% hair loss by the time I finally got into the dermatologist. Um, you know, she told me I couldn't even do the steroid injections. My only option was minoxidil. Um, and I just kind of, you know, was very frustrated by both of those doctors, like lack of solutions and lack of even being able to kind of explain what was actually happening in my body that I just decided to, you know, start furiously researching on my own. And, uh, I kind of landed on the naturopathic medicine, which is, you know, the, the same as functional medicine in the U.S., and uh, had never even heard of it, just kind of on a whim was like, okay, these words that I'm reading, like, 
you know, root cause, understanding that the gut microbiome, the immune system, like just things were kind of like dinging in my head, these little alarm bells, and I didn't fully get it, but it felt something about it felt more right. And so I really just, you know, went out on a whim, booked a, an appointment with a naturopath. And uh, we embarked on, you know, a gut healing journey. We figured out uh, gluten and dairy were big uh, inflammatory triggers for me. She helped me understand that I couldn't just like work hard, go, 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 party hard, go, 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 and like not take care of myself. I, you know, what I ate, how I lived, that absolutely made a difference as to how my body was functioning. And, you know, up until that point, I really didn't get that connection. I didn't, I, I didn't think it mattered the food you ate or the way that you, you lived. And so, you know, I, I think a few, I don't know, the timeline's fuzzy, but probably about a month into a gut healing protocol with her, a, an elimination phase to figure out those food sensitivities. I noticed that I was chronically bloated, chronically constipated, insomnia, psoriasis, brain fog, like all of these things that I just, I didn't even really fully realize I was struggling with. I, I was just ignoring them and hoping they would go away and or, you know, assuming that everyone felt kind of crappy like that. Mm -hmm. And they disappeared. And I was like, oh, <laughs> something is happening inside my body. Like, holy crap, I feel so good. And that to me was like, okay, enough motivation to, you know, continue trudging along my new gluten-free and dairy-free life, trying to figure it out on my own. Because, um, you know, the naturopath doesn't have enough time to hold your hand the way right. a lot of people want um, with those big life changes. And uh, yeah, I think about a month, maybe two months later, I started to feel peach fuzz on my, on my scalp. And I knew from that moment on, like the gut healing, this gut healing piece is just so magic. And it's really what inspired me to uh, get to where I am today, become an integrative nutrition health coach with a focus on gut healing um, to help other people like me. Yeah. And like you just said, you know, there, there aren't a lot of practitioners around who will hold your hand through the process. And that's what makes uh, having a coach um, that can do that and is totally kind of all in with you makes it such, you know, a perfect marriage. I think I, I've, I've seen it time and time again when people work one on one with coaches or within group healing programs like yours, the results are really much greater, right? 100%. Yeah. Just like that, you know, in the moment feeling stuck. I remember I, you know, I think I saw my naturopath at one point, literally once a week, because I just craved that, like, support system, that empathy, that someone who got it. And that still wasn't enough. You know, you want someone to quickly, like, be able to chat a question or ask for a, a, a brand recommendation of a gluten free noodle or like whatever random stuff it is just, I think the hand holding element, when you're making such big life changes when it comes to diet and lifestyle is just a really powerful piece. Yeah, for sure. And I want to talk a little bit about your Facebook group because it is growing like exponentially. I've just <laughs> been watching all these new folks joining and, you know, I, there are different camps, right? People who are yeah. like, I'm only going to go here. I only want to do this, but there's, there's kind of this middle ground of people who are in this root cause phase. They, they want to get down 
to it. You know, if, if it can be, if there can be a solution, why not, you know, look here first, right? Especially for their children. Um, but, but people who are coming to your group are really looking for a holistic healing and your group is alopecia warriors for holistic healing. And you're getting members like every day or they're just coming in. And, and I'm curious, where are you seeing the most success with folks? I mean, who who is perfect for your type of program? And we can talk about, you know, the elements of your program and your masterclass coming up. But yeah, it also makes I, I think there is a perfect person that can find, you know, that can get the results that they need. And what does that kind of look like for someone? Yeah, I I mean, I think it's someone who a like, somewhere inside them believes it's possible and obviously like I help some of that mindset work and there are so many other examples out there besides myself who have you know reversed whether hair loss or just autoimmunity in general without medications so those examples exist um so they have to believe it's to some extent that it's possible they have to be able to take ownership right they have to understand that what I eat and what I do, like how I fill my day, the choices I make absolutely impact how I feel and how my body functions, you know, and I think that they, and they have to believe that it's, it's possible and, and want it and want it, like truly want it. And I think even beyond just the vanity point, I think they have to also understand that like, because they have one autoimmune disease, it makes them more prone to another autoimmune disease. And that yes, hair growth, we all want that, right? It's, um, you know, an incredibly challenging disease uh, with hair loss. But ultimately, I think the bigger picture is like protecting that future health and really preventing the onset of further disease and further debilitation. Yeah. So I, I'm curious. It's interesting that you said we we all want hair, right? And there again, there's another you know, subset of people and, and me included that is, has kind of come to this place where I'm like, oh, I'm okay without hair, right? I mean, I, do I want to go down this route and, and just put all my energy now into something like this when I've made so many um, leaps and bounds in the way of my confidence and, and it's, yeah, it's about hair, but it's not about hair either. And so there's, there's that piece of it too. Do you, I mean, probably people coming to you aren't in this camp, right? <laughs> aren't kind of like, well, I'm fine with my hair loss, but, but that's not true either because I think, you know, having a healthy gut is, is something that we can all benefit from. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think like uh, having an unhealthy gut is going to show up in more ways than just the hair loss, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the last piece of the puzzle, mm -hmm. right? Um, an unhealthy imbalanced gut microbiome is going to show up in chronic inflammatory symptoms every day, mm -hmm. right? Those symptoms that you can kind of ignore, but they are persistent and they won't go away. And, you know, I think back to my own story, chronically bloated, undoing my pants after every meal, mm -hmm. psoriasis, insomnia, like those things, while very common, are not normal. And that is your gut saying, help me, heal me, please. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I just did a poll within um, some of the larger Facebook groups and asked a question about atopic dermatitis, right? All of the, like you said, the psoriasis, the um, eczema, all, all of that yep. 
stuff that those are the the things that people go, oh yeah, my my toddler had this or I had this when I was young and then I developed alopecia. So those yep. seem to to often be precursors to alopecia. So helping, oh man, th- that piece of it is just key and and you're finding that there's some resolution with that. I mean, hair growth doesn't happen overnight for folks, right? I mean, we know that. For, for sure. you, it happened like you were noticing feeling better in a month. In two months, you were getting peach fuzz. So I think the the reality of, of hair growth is a much longer, but the feeling better. And then, you know, if you had, how was your psoriasis improving yeah. much quicker oh, yeah. than your hair growth? psoriasis was quicker and and sorry just one like qualifying statement around my my regrowth is like I saw peach fuzz within maybe and the timeline's fuzzy it could have been three four months Mm -hmm. at this point but that peach fuzz didn't get to the point of like a pixie length haircut where I could go out without my wig confidently Mm -hmm. for almost two years Mm -hmm. yeah so that's a long like you're right it is a long trajectory and obviously everyone's different I have seen it as fast as like shaved head and then four months later full head of hair it really depends everyone is so different Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so I love that we're talking about this well you you provide so much free information and that speaks to the effort that you really want people to get back right you're like oh you're asking questions. What do you want to hear more about? And they're asking, and then you're saying, "Oh, let's look more into that." Okay, here, here's a, um, here's something to follow. You know, let's ask questions to your dermatologist. You want that? Here's here's a list of great questions to a naturopath or um, your functional med doctor. So I think that those are all extremely helpful, and I know people appreciate that. They want, you know, but most people do want things for free, and you are coming up with a free masterclass at the end of the month. And I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, awesome. So um, it is called the four step secret to reversing your alopecia naturally. And uh, essentially, what I've done is I've taken what I call my alopecia warrior self healing methodology, basically the system I use within my group programs or my private coaching programs to reverse alopecia naturally. And I've broken it down into kind of four easy to communicate steps for sake of like communicating on a a masterclass Mm -hmm. or a webinar. So, you know, the reason I did it, I think that's the same reason as the Facebook group, really. It's like, I think there's a lot of miseducation and misinformation around alopecia, um, even autoimmunity as a whole, you know, and I think Western medicine definitely plays a role in that. And I just want to be clear, I'm not bashing Western medicine, absolutely plays a very important role, you know, trauma, surgery, all that amazing stuff. Um, But I don't necessarily think it's the best solution um, when it comes to chronic preventative disease, of which, of course, alopecia autoimmune autoimmunity is, right? I think, you know, they would have us believe that there are really only two options. Okay. Do nothing, right? And hopefully you don't lose all your hair. Maybe you will. Or take medications, which can mean for life, can be very expensive, right? Also can have potentially very real scary side effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth is there's a third option, which is this functional medicine approach, root cause healing, right? Looking inward to figure out what are the root causes of my alopecia, trying to minimize or remove them to ultimately bring down inflammation 
bring the body back to balance so it can go back to functioning how it should, growing and keeping hair. You know, I think our GPs, they they probably don't realize this is an option and or maybe they just, you know, nobody's making money off of it. So they're not recommending. It, yeah. Right? Um, uh, I'm with you. I hear you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, I think even more frustrating to that point, I think a lot of the functional medicine perspective is being censored from the conversation, right? And I'm not going to name names, but some of the biggest support groups in Canada have literally been censoring my posts and I'm not promoting myself. I am merely sharing free vetted, like research backed information that, you know, supports the gut health connection to alopecia, you know, whether it's podcasts or research papers, all of that stuff. And they just, they don't get posted. They sit in pending Mm -hmm. probably. So I'm not notified that they were declined. And, you know, all that, regardless of that, like all this to say, there's a very strong medical narrative out there in most of the support groups. And I really felt that there was a need for a space. And this is why I created the Facebook group. Also why I've created the masterclass to have a more holistic healing central conversation, right? Because I think Western medicine as a whole, the way the system is built, you know, to prescribe a pill, it's really ingrained in us to now, um, you know, when we get sick, we seek an external solution mm-hmm. outside of ourselves, right? And I think the truth is we are way stronger than that, way stronger than we're being led to believe. We have way more agency in the trajectory of autoimmune, alopecia included. And I think that that you talk about agency a lot, and I'm all about agency and autonomy asking, you know, especially when I work with parents and their children. Um, and so this four step secret that you're talking about to reversing, um, folks alopecia naturally is the first one is become the CEO of your own health. And that, that, that really speaks to, like you said, taking responsibility for, saying, okay, you know what, I can, I can do so much, right? There's, there's a gen- genetic factor that we just, that's kind of off to the side. We go, can't do anything about that, right? This is, yes. this is what it is. But we have these environmental things that we can control. And, and I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about each step. Yeah, of course. So maybe I'll just start with listing them and then I'll get into each one. So step one, become the CEO of your own health. Step two, harness the power of your gut microbiome. Step three, uncover the right self-healing diet for your unique body. And step four, use lifestyle practices as medicine to accelerate your healing. So I'll jump into learn how to become CEO of your own health. What do I mean by that? Um, I think, you know, in today's society, we have become incredibly disconnected from our bodies. Um, not to mention, I mean, autoimmunity is literally the body attacking itself in some way, shape or form. So I think that it's a natural instinct to feel like your body is against you or to fall out of trust with your body. On top of that, as I mentioned, like Western medicine set up in a way where we seek external solutions. Also, modern society set up in a way where we seek quick fixes for everything. Um, and I think when neither of these things necessarily work, we get really overwhelmed, we get confused, lost, we feel powerless, we spin, we get stuck in this like victim state, right? I think a lot of us feel a victim 
to alopecia. Rightfully so. It's not wrong. But, you know, in order to heal, we really need to tap into our innate self-healing power. And, you know, what I mean by that is like our bodies are designed to heal. They want to heal. Um, they just need our support to do that. And in order to start that journey, we really need to get out of that disempowered victim mindset and become a more empowered CEO of our own health, right? Mm -hmm. So what does that actually mean? Um, A, becoming an expert of your own body, right? Understanding what is actually happening in my body when I have autoimmune-induced alopecia, right? There are four driving factors, whether alopecia or any autoimmune, um, which are genetics, leaky gut, widespread inflammation, and environmental triggers. Now, the environmental triggers, right, those can range. Most of us have some common ones, being standard North American diet, medications, pesticides, toxins in skin and home care, high stress, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. <laughs> you know, and it, it sucks that so many of the things in our world are making us sick. But I, I think the a really empowering truth out of those driving factors is that three out of four of them are fixable. Right, which means like we can heal our gut, we can reduce inflammation, and the most effective way to do that is with diet and lifestyle choices. And we can figure out or minimize our environmental triggers. So, like three out of four, that's 75% of the trajectory of alopecia being addressable, which is pretty powerful. Um, so, I think knowing that truth, knowing that we can heal our gut, knowing that we can reduce our inflammation, despite what our doctors are telling us, right, we actually have more agency than we think. Mm -hmm. And I think back to my own story, right, I missed my warning signs, that chronic constipation, bloating, psoriasis, insomnia, fatigue. And I think most, of course, I know people that got it as a kid, yourself, Deanne, that's harder to do. But I think a lot of adults who have had adult onset alopecia, they can probably think back to before the onset. And there probably were warning signs, right? Because the, the truth is our bodies are always communicating with us. I think we're just too damn busy, unfortunately, or preoccupied, or there's too much stuff coming at us constantly to notice, right? And of course, you know, hindsight's a bit of a B, <laughs> where I think there's just a lot of us in this boat, boat where our, our bodies have been whispering at us for years um, until it kind of, you know, eventually tips the scale. Mm -hmm. But if we can learn to tune into our bodies, right, and start to understand what those warning signs look like, warning signs of inflammation, chronic inflammatory symptoms, learn to listen for them. And that that means we can ultimately learn to avoid inflammatory flares in the future right and this is what i call an active management system mm -hmm. understanding what's happening in your body why it might be happening and knowing what exact actions you need to take to bring down your inflammation bring your body back into a state of balance so whatever those chronic inflammatory symptoms aka warning signs they so they stop right and that's what i refer to as being the CEO of your own health. And, and it is the foundation for learning how to reverse your alopecia naturally, as well as to keep your hair on your head once you do that for life. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that's the goal. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. So that's, uh, that's step one. (laughs) (laughs) You did talk about harnessing the power of it, right? I mean, that's, it's the saying, this is what I can do. So that's step two is harnessing. Did you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, um, it's all it's all relative. I think, you know, I think people first and foremost, need to just understand the power of of our gut microbiome, right? It's becoming a little bit more mainstream now, which is excellent. I think it will continue to trend in that direction, hopefully. Um, You know, the gut is where all disease begins and ends. And that is because up to 70% of our immune cells reside there. Right? And it's, there's a new stat out where literally 80%, it's estimated 80% of adults in North America have leaky gut. That just like gives us an indication of the the scope of the problem, right? Um, And I think a lot of people don't realize that. And then they don't realize that not addressing the gut microbiome is like, it's not possible to heal without doing that. It's kind of the missing link for people trying all the other things, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And of course, you know, I I say these statements and like this won't work for everyone as as will won't medicine, right? There's just no one size fits all solution for, for anything. But I think ultimately, we need to understand that our gut health informs everything when it comes to our body. Um, It can be healed. And it is the way to reverse chronic inflammatory symptoms, including for some their hair loss. Right? And so the masterclass is going to go into more detail about like, how do you actually identify symptoms of a leaky gut? AKA your body's warning signs that inflammation is there, right? And that's part of that active management system. I'm going to give a little sneak peek into my gut healing protocol, which I call my 28 day self healing elimination phase. It's the foundation of all of my programs. It's not full AIP because I think that's too hard. (laughs) And uh, I I quite frankly don't have to ever go that far uh, with clients. It does, it does work. And in an easier to digest version, no pun intended. Yeah. And it and it works. I mean, 90% of my clients want to stay on the elimination because they feel so good. And I make it so easy and enjoyable. So I think like the key, the key being like, when we learn to heal and nourish our gut, that that is the key to embarking on a self healing journey. It's kind of the, the starting point. Yeah. So something interesting that you said, you know, there's, there's a lot coming up talking about the gut microbiome. And, you know, as far as um, studies and in, you know, even conventional medicine, it's really only 20 years old. It's in its infancy, right? They're they're just going, oh, yeah, let's, let's be researching this. But I mean, the signs are there. Let's heal this gut. But that, that, that whole piece of it, my, my husband had his appendix taken out in like late 2020. And I'm not kidding you, we have the the gut is well the appendix is really you know kind of the gut's like little holding area for the microbiome and what without it it's kind of a, a bummer um, we've discovered because he now can't eat gluten he now can't have dairy you know it's like all these things but I love that you like you're saying you know in this elimination phase for folks who are doing this eliminate this see and you have the process, you've got it figured out, how long you need to eliminate, when to reintroduce, and also you give dietary um, suggestions, you know, and you have recipes. And that, I think when you can meet people at this place where they're not like, well, 
no, I just can't have gluten or dairy, but now what can I have? That's the thing that now what can we have? That's what we're doing with my husband, right? What can yeah. we eat? And make yeah. it fun because fun is, I mean, food is fun. Food should be yes. like enjoyable and something you can enjoy with your family and not feel exclu- excluded from. Because I know that growing up as a type 1 diabetic, you know, I was two years old when I got diagnosed and it was like, you can't have, can't have, can't have. When you're in that, when you're yeah. in that space, it's so hard, right? I mean, you're not having cake. You're not having ice cream at birthday parties. But what can you have? And so I think that you've made that really nicely accessible within your programs. So I appreciate I appreciate that about you. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, that's funny that you say that because that literally is what the next step, learn how to uncover the right self-healing diet for your unique body is about. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll just kind of frame uh, why the step is here first and then I'll get into that. But like, obviously, this is no surprise. The standard North American diet is crap. And it's killing us. <laughs> um, you know, I think a lot of people, my my mother included until recently, and myself included until I, you know, lost my hair, they believe that if something is sold in a store, it is safe to eat, right? And the 75% of our food chain is actually heavily processed, designed in a lab by scientists, paid to figure out like what is that perfect bliss point where we're gonna make this food. The, the, the best combo of sugar, fat, and salt to make it so addictive, right? Like heroin, literally. <laughs> it's disturbing. Um, and I think a lot of people are completely lost when it comes to food, right? We're, we're, we hear about all these fad diets and we think there's like a next quick fix out there again, that external seeking, um, when really we need to look inward and, and really start to understand what is it that my body likes and wants, right? Um, and so this step is really about giving people a sneak peek into what their unique self-healing diet looks like for their unique body, right? Because there is no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to food. We need to figure out what are the foods that my body likes. We need to ditch the ones that my body doesn't like. You know, because what works for me might not work for you. We are very different humans. And so I'm going to kind of cover what I call the four ingredients of a self-healing diet. And uh, they are, number one, a diet free from inflammatory foods that aren't food, right? Get rid of all the highly processed crap, the refined sugar, refined vegetable oils, you know, pesticide heavy products all that it doesn't need to be perfect but for the most part you want to be really mindful of these things in the master class i'm in, i'm going to teach one of the most underrated life skills on this planet i believe which is just how to read a food ingredient label oh my god and i think yes. a, a lot of people don't know myself included i didn't have any clue i just read the marketing crap on the front mm-hmm. and thought oh it's low fat or whatever right mm-hmm. um So free from inflammatory foods, number two, self-healing diet needs to be rich in medicinal foods. And I think this is a missing link for a lot of people in the autoimmune community. I know like elimination diets are very popular. AIP, right, is very popular in the autoimmune community. And rightfully so, like we need to remove those inflammatory foods. But I think a lot of people kind of get stuck in that restrictive state uh, out of fear, really, because they feel better. And they don't want to like start bringing things back into the diet out of fear that like they're going to regress or whatever. But that's problematic because when we're trying to heal the gut, 
we're not only trying to kill off the bad guys, which is what we're doing when we remove the inflammatory foods, and the, the bad guys being the bad gut bacteria in our guts. We also want to transform the makeup of the microbiome, the bacterial makeup, and have the good guys, the good gut bacteria, the probiotics flourish, right? And the only way to create a diverse, resilient, flourishing, healthy, balanced microbiome is by eating a diverse array of micronutrients, right? And so that, and that means eating a diverse array of foods. That's the only way. So we have to build up that uh, micro microbiome diversity. So third, third piece of that self-healing diet, free from or mindful of foods your body doesn't like. And that's your food sensitivities. Those come part and parcel with leaky gut and with this dysbiosis. Um, and it's, they're different than food allergies, right? Food allergies are, can be potentially life-threatening. They're just basically your body's inability to properly break down a food. So they create inflammation and immune response can show up in GI issues. Any, any chronic inflammatory symptom can be linked to a food sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So those need to be minimized or removed, uh, at least for a period of time to help the body find that balance. And then the last point, and this is kind of what you were saying earlier, it needs to still be a source of joy, mm -hmm. right? You, food is one of life's greatest pleasures. And, you know, finding those new loves in the gluten-free world or whatever it is, like finding all those new favorite recipes that your family enjoys, learning and, and loving healthy shopping and finding all your new favorite stores, like you need to really immerse yourself in, in the world and and fall in love with it because that is the key to sustainability. And I, I really pride myself on that piece mm -hmm. throughout that journey is really in inspiring the falling in love with. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Are we, we're on to step four now, right? We are. Yeah. Right. Okay. So last piece, um, learning to use lifestyle practices as medicine to accelerate your healing. Okay. Our bodies are healing machines. I've said this before. Uh, we are designed to heal. Um, but I think a really big, very real problem is we're not getting enough time or giving our bodies enough time to do healing work, right? 95% of us spend 95% of our day in fight or flight mode, right? Which is that, that part of our nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system where we are primed for an attack you know, ready to get attacked by a tiger. The other part of our nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, is where the body does the healing work, rest, digest, and heal, right? And unfortunately, modern society isn't giving us, I would say, zero opportunities to rest during the day, to be able to access that part of the nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, where the body can heal. So if we want to heal ourselves and if we want to heal ourselves faster, we're going to have to make more of those opportunities throughout our day. And so this step is really about leaning into using lifestyle practices as medicine on a daily basis, the same way you would take your medicine to give your body more chances to heal in that parasympathetic state. Right. And I go into in the masterclass, you know, some foundational pieces that I think absolutely have to be there for everyone. Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? You know, are you eating way too much food? Or, you know, are there other toxic habits? Those, 
are the foundational pieces. And then, you know, I think there's, I've kind of come across three heavy hitters, three forms of lifestyle medicines that I believe are required on a daily basis to heal yourself. And those are medicine for your nervous system. And I'm going to share in the masterclass a little breathwork tool that I just love. It literally takes 30 seconds and it's been proven to downregulate your nervous system from fight or flight to parasympathetic in, in 30 seconds. So it's a really powerful little tool. Um, medicine for your body. And I don't think it's any surprise when I say intentional movement, right? We need to be moving every day, at least five days a week, 30 minutes, really all you need. But figuring out what are those ways that I actually like moving because, you know, you're not going to do it if you hate it. We're, we're humans, right? We don't do things we don't like. We must we must find benefit and enjoyment from our, our habits. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last one being daily medicine for our mind, right? I think we got so much coming at us in terms of content and information um, that mindfulness practices, and there's obviously multiple ways to practice mindfulness. And I'll, I'll talk more about those in, in the masterclass, but really using mindfulness to help kind of rewire the brain, make some new neural pathways that support accessing the parasympathetic nervous system more easily and more often throughout the day, right? In little mini micro moments kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the, you know, and I get life is busy and everyone's like, I have no time. How do I have time for this too? But like, I've really made it a purposeful intention of that these three daily lifestyle medicines only take 30 minutes of a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think who, yeah, do- it, who doesn't, who doesn't have, have that? Yeah. <laughs> right. You're right. But yeah, it's, it's really about saying, you know, I owe this to myself to do it. Right. I mean, that's really the, the choice every day. For sure. And I mean, regardless of whether you even want to regrow, regrow your hair or not, like you're going to feel better. Your cup's going to be filled. You're going to have time for you. You're going to feel less resentful. All of those amazing things. Yeah. All good things. So yeah. this, this free masterclass, again, you know, we're talking about things that are pr- being provided for free by you. Yes. Um, when is this masterclass happening for folks who are listening mm-hmm. right now? Yes. So I'm going to offer three dates um, at different t- time slots. So the, the dates are Tuesday, March 5th, Wednesday, March 6th, and Thursday, March 14th. Uh, at noon or 2 p.m. Eastern. And where we go to, where you guys go to register, there will be a little drop down where you can choose the date and time that works best. Um, And then the registration URL is www.reversemyalopecia.com. And I will have a little bonus for those who attend live. So I'd love to mention it just because I think it's a really helpful piece. It's been quite popular and in and amongst the community. It is what I call my North American um, anti-inflammatory packaged foods collection. So it is essentially, you know, I spent a few hours on a weekend scouring the internet for all of the most anti-inflammatory kind of cleanest ingredient foods that come quick, easy for those nights when you just can't (laughs) make a meal from scratch, which is many people's reality. So that'll be there for those who should up live. 
Awesome. That's great. And we'll have all that in the show notes. Let's talk a little bit more about um, what you do as your paid program, because this is really, I mean, you do a 12-week program that used to be a six-week program, I think, and you've kind of honed in on what needs to happen with your clients. And let's talk about your 12-week program that's coming up also. Yeah, Alopecia Warrior Self-Healing Collective. Um, That is my group program my favorite group programs. <laughs> Side note. Um, no, it's great. Uh, yes, it used to be six weeks. It is now 12 weeks. That's on purpose. It's based on feedback from people doing the course. Um, it's funny because my private program was 12 weeks and that was purposeful because essentially what we need to do throughout the program is create behavior changes. And the only way someone taking my program is going to create behavior changes is if they leave a session after the session and they go into their normal life at home and they practice those new behaviors over and over again. Right. And ultimately all we're trying to do is build habits, which is the foundation of change. Yeah. It's a really exciting uh, program now that it's 12 weeks because it just gives people more time to actually create that real lasting change. It's you know, the six weeks was fast and furious, a lot of information, a lot of learning, and less time between sessions for the actual implementation, which quite honestly, is the most important part, right? My job as a health coach is not only to teach you what you need to do, right? Because I mean, you can Google that. That's no, everyone can figure out what they need to do. But it's the execution where we fail as as humans, right? The habit building is the hardest part. Um, and so the groups is just like such a magic place for creating momentum and inspiration. And, you know, as soon as someone is like, I feel fuzz on my wherever, right? Like every, it's just like it's something called co-regulation. Where if everyone in the, you know, in a space feels safe and heard and you kind of like feed off one another's energy. And I, it's hard to explain. It sounds woo woo, but like magic happens and everyone kind of builds on this momentum and it's just really exciting and supportive. And the groups are amazing. Like we still, I have groups in my group chats from uh, sessions, you know, two years ago, that's still, <laughs> chat back and forth. So it's kind of an ongoing chain of communication, which is just fabulous. And of course, we go through how to heal your gut. Um, We go through the gut healing phase together, we go through the structured reintroduction together, we implement some of those lifestyle practices as medicine together, build the actual habit so that at the end of the program, you know, you don't have just a long list of things on your to do list, you have a whole new set of healing habits from both a diet and a lifestyle perspective. So it's pretty cool. Fantastic. And when people are looking for that information online, where should they go to find you? Uh, Yeah, they can just go to my website. It's uh, www.yourbestlifewithlisa.com. Fantastic. And I'll have all of that in the show notes. I really appreciate you being with us today, Lisa, and sharing what you have going on and your masterclass and really exciting. So thanks again for sharing that with us today. Thank you for having me. It's always such a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your time with Lisa and me today. 
For those who are looking for more information to the masterclass in March, those things can be found here in the show notes, along with a link to her website and her Facebook community. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. The information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and is meant for general information purposes only. If you are enjoying these episodes and finding the tips helpful, please subscribe and leave a review for Alopecia Life wherever you download and listen to podcasts. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to alopecialife.com to find out more information on courses, coaching, and a ton of free resources.